Hello, and welcome to Backdoor Cover. I'm Ross Bolin, here with Dylan Shivery. What's up, Billy? Dan Regester. Yep. And a noted special guest, Will DeFreeze. What's up? Will, why are you here? I come on uh, Backdoor Cover about once a year. Uh, the last time I was on, it was to talk. I don't even remember why I came on. It was, it was something talk, like Premier League or something. We were yeah. talking some soft sport that you were. No, on. it was definitely soccer, but I don't really remember why I actually came on. But today, as everyone knows, the World Cup starts tomorrow. So you are that's why a I'm here. soft sport specialist. Yeah, if there's a soft sport, I'll I'll help out. Our correspondent <laughs> for all things cuck. Do you want to Do you want to recap the uh, French Open final from the other day? I actually didn't uh, know the World Cup started tomorrow. Tomorrow. But no, what time to, answer, to answer your question, no, we don't want to recap that. It's not funny, Dylan. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's a bad joke, dude. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen uh, our, our boys out there, but what are you going to do? Yeah, you would have. You would have liked it if our country yeah. participated in the biggest soccer tournament of the, every four years. You would have enjoyed it's that. the only time I watch soccer is World Cup. What percentage of Americans don't realize we're not in the World Cup? That's, I bet small. That's a good question. It was a pretty big deal. Well, it was a big like, deal, yeah. I bet. I bet 15%. No, what percentage of Americans know there's a World Cup tomorrow? The same percentage, 38. <laughs> I bet the same amount of people know the World Cup starts tomorrow as know that we didn't make it. I didn't know it started tomorrow until just now. And oh, I yeah. know sports. 10 o'clock yeah, tomorrow morning. I'm pumped. Central Standard Time. How long does the World Cup last? It's like a month. About a month. Okay. Just I actually don't care that the U.S. is not in it. It does not affect me at all. <laughs> What? I don't. I know this isn't a take that's going to be very popular. It's a but bad take. No, no I, I, I it get does it. not affect me at all. I kind of get it. Uh, like we suck. We're not. A, we're not a good team. We're not a fun team to watch. We're we're one of the more boring teams to put out on the field. And yeah. I watch. I watch a lot of soccer anyway. And so the USA being in it was only going to raise my excitement by about ten percent. Like you and were going to I'm be still doing. No I'm what. still very excited for the World Cup. Yeah. I can remember in 2014, though, you go out to the bars, everyone's dressed in, like, their America gear. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like it. Yeah, that's like... Just, okay, the, just I don't, showing, like, real, yeah, true that's patriotism. the element we lost, and that blows. Yes, and that's the casual fan element. So I think casual fans who watch every World Cup or watch during, like, a massive okay. game against Mexico no, 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 are more no, upset see, than This is I how am. soccer people, like, will try to frame it up. The casual fan element. No, we're not even casual fans. We don't give a fuck about the sport or the team or any of the players. It's just about America. So it's not even like casual soccer. It's fans. a national pride thing. It's just thing. national pride thing, yeah. We don't want to be like the worst at this particular thing. Like me, for example, I hate soccer. I think it's a stupid, stupid, terrible, awful sport. So, But I love watching World Cup because it's our country versus their other shit. I just love country. that take. So I why? So, okay, here's a question involved. I have for you. Why, why is soccer the only sport in the world that people adamantly hate rather than just tolerate or not watch? I, I've never really understood He's it. He's asking be, you. Because we all... So, did you ever play soccer growing up? Never. Fuck yeah, dude. Really? Like, 90% of kids played soccer. Dylan, the first okay. thing you go Dylan to. had a weird childhood. Though. It doesn't make sense this. to me that like people no, I, hate I soccer so played, outwardly, Micah included. I played t-ball and football and basketball. Dude, most people played soccer when Before they were Before you play football, because you can't usually play football till like first or second grade. Well, yeah, not, yet there's like, just like, like hatred those are similar No one that I know is more built like, well, maybe Barrett, it built like a soccer player than you. You're like a little soccer person. A lot of people say I look like Ronaldo. Nobody's ever said that. You People have the opposite say that all the time. of Ronaldo's legs. 
I've seen that's, it up close and in person. We went on the honeymoon together. That's you would fair. have to quit eating avocados and hit the gym. It's fair. Four times. No, you much would have to do steroids and inject them directly it's into true. your thighs. But I, I get behind. He's the a World leg Cup guy because I mean, when I watch the Olympics, for example, I'll, I'll watch curling and I'll get fired up for curling because it's yeah, but us what, versus. But when curling's country. not on, you don't say I hate curling. Fuck curling. It's a, it's a stance thing. It's an American thing, dude. It's that, because it's so widely beloved, and it's so it's so popular worldwide. Yeah. That it's easy to it's easy to shit on. A quick uh, yeah. aside, well, while, while and we're it's, on. it's anti-American. Well, well, why? Because they don't hit each other. No, because it's a it's a cultural sport. I think, and it's not a, a big part of, part of it culture. being anti-American too. Is teams are cool with just tying and like settling for a draw. Fair, which is very un-American. It's a, it, the the flopping and the you know the the, the rolling around on the ground. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Stuff. I don't like hanging. I don't like. I understand that that perspective. But I don't like when people say that because it's that's a knock on certain players. That'd be like me no. saying LeBron crying it's for knock, calls is lame. It's a knock on the game because it's it's an actual like strategic part of the game. Well, well, no, you get penalized for it now. Also, it has been a massive part of the National Basketball Association for like <laughs> a decade now, like just as much as it is in soccer, if not more. Like, because there's more opportunity to flop in the NBA. I'm. And I love the NBA, so when people bitch about flopping, I get butt hurt. Well, so yeah. I get it. And you actually get you actually get like more payoff in the NBA for flopping because it's shooting fouls all over the place. Whereas yeah. in soccer, it's a spot kick, and you just resume the game. And my my take and has always like been you have to embrace the flop. Like the drama of it and how lame it is is sometimes, kind of hilarious. Sometimes it's just entertaining to watch a guy flop and try to sell it, and then they just show replays after of like. Someone's foot being four feet away from him. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's like, okay, this guy's an idiot. A blade of grass popped up and like struck his knee. I don't know if it's gotten better, the flopping, or if I just don't give a shit anymore. But I it's feel like it's, it's not something that affects me at all now when I watch, even though it still occurs. But my, I think... I, my dad is one of the ultimate, like, like, he cannot stand soccer flopping. Like, it infuriates him as a man. And... It, I think that's part of the reason I love it so much is that it upsets him so much. You just want to see him get mad? I mean, it's hilarious. No one should be as mad about anything as he is about flopping in soccer. My intention today wasn't to shit on the game of soccer. No, I didn't take it as that. Because I I do love the World Cup. I think it's awesome because every country gets behind it so much and it's just a huge event. Um, I think it's really fucking cool. And it sucks for me because it's, it's the only time I can actually enjoy the game of soccer. It sucks for me that we're not in it. Yeah, it sucks. I I'm, not, I'm not going to hit you but it does to, you know, really suck. But there's a huge element that me and Ross are going to be really into, and that's the gambling aspect. Yes, yeah. this is going to be a financially stressful month for Dan and I. Although, from I've, I've been listening to a lot of uh, British soccer podcasts, uh, so I, I've picked Hold up a little on, bit of the terminology. What have you been listening to? What? I don't know. I've just been YouTubing and like searching... British soccer podcast. Let me ask you gambling podcast. And you have to answer, like, honestly. Yeah. Why? Because I want to gamble. Yes. Yeah. It's because you're a degenerate. <laughs> He's only doing this because he, he wants to, like, find some, you know, gambling tips. Right. So, from what I've picked on or picked up on is that for soccer, you usually go heavy favorites, which is usually not what you want to do in other sports. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I hope you're not wrong. That's a pretty strong thing to say. More like, there's some really I don't shitty teams in the Cup. I used to bet heavy favorites, so I actually quit betting on soccer because I got to the point where I was betting on a Premier League game with two really shitty teams, one of which had a striker who was injured, 
And I made the bet that they would tie 0-0. And so I sat there for 90 minutes cheering for no goals. You bet the draw? Dude. Yeah. And finally, I was like, Will, you got to step away from the game. <laughs> this, does, this is like it's like cheering for nothing. You're that, cheering dude, for the wind the to blow. The problem, though, with betting heavy favorites, particularly in the World Cup, is you find yourself on like Brazil minus 400, and suddenly the game, there's like seven minutes left in the game, and no one has scored. And you're like, oh my God, what is happening here? And then they tie and you lost four hundred dollars. Well, right. the thing, is, yeah, in ties they don't. A tie is not a loss when it comes right. to the World they don't Cup. Care. You get a point. Get a point. Yeah. yeah, like if it's if you're in round robin, maybe play that's all Brazil needed was fine. one point. They exactly. don't give a fuck about you and your four hundred dollars. It's hell. It's absolute hell. And then when it comes to like goals, if you're like giving goals or you're getting goals, it's like it's like plus a, a pick half, and then plus one and a half. So it's like you win half a bet if it's this, and then your other half. Can't, I think it's plus half sometimes too. Like a half. it's two things. It's like plus oh the half, are, and then plus one and a half. Yeah, yeah. You can bet. So it's like you, you win half a bet if it hits this between this right. number, and then you lose the other half. I've st- I've never been clear on how those work, but I do enjoy them. Like the plus half. And one and a half bets. I don't yeah. know what that means. I don't want to fuck with that. I, I'd I don't rather that just like just push it up to minus one and a half. Yeah, it, it is what it is. But Will, while we're on soccer, and before we talk about who we're going to be rooting for okay. uh, in the World Cup tomorrow, how many goals did you lose by over this course of what five, six games to me in FIFA on Saturday evening? It was probably an average of four and a half goals per game. Yeah, the do, scores do, were either five zero, five one, or six one. So at least twenty goal differential, you'd say, e- easily. Okay. The fact that you kept on playing me actually is kind of a knock on you because I was. You de- should have been bored. It was very depressing, but it was like I couldn't stop. It was just I needed you to be the one who. This is away. this is kind of like what happened. This actually happened, but reverse months ago, the night of the Mayweather. Uh, Not as bad as fight. this. Oh, I was wrecking you. Yeah, you wrecked me, but for like two games, three games, not like eight. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah it wasn't good. I, I need to take it. I need to step away from the sticks for a little bit. Yeah, you need. Yeah, okay. Just to be clear. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we we're clear well, on that. Who are you? Is there a favorite for you or somebody you're going to be rooting for to win the World Cup? What, is, what does that look like in your brain? This isn't a bit, but I'm cheering for France. I don't I know, know why it you seems, assume it would be a bit. Because like everybody uh, hates the French. Yeah, everyone hates the French. Okay. But the French should be. One of the most exciting teams to watch. You have Germany, who is second favorite. I think nine to two. They're uh, more of like a machine, though, aren't they're they? They're a well-oiled yeah. machine. They're they are just good, top to bottom. They can have a good player get hurt, and they will probably still be just fine. Uh, so is France more reliant on star power? Or France has some a uh, young generation, and they are going to be very good for I think a very long time. But historically, they don't really show up for the. Tournaments, right? They won in '94 when it was in no '98 when it was in France. Recent history. They lost in 2002 in the final, and then they they actually have played okay. They've won the Euros. Uh, do you know? Do you know? You guys know what the Euros are? I know what the Euros okay, are. Okay, just no, making I have sure. No idea. That was it's, two years ago. It's every two. It's every four years in between World Cup years. So it's, okay, yeah. And, and we don't it's essentially play. the World Cup for only Europe. Yeah, it's a very. It's actually an exciting tournament. I was over there in high school, and it was an absolute you blast. Were, you were over there, like it's around the corner. Not for. I was not there for the tournament, but we were on a school trip, and I, we were in France and Spain. Let me tell you Same. a little something. I was. About, uh, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. I was in Greece in 2004 when they won the Euro Cup. Was it awesome? It was the Fourth of July, and the city went bonkers. Wow, you guys just yeah. so traveled. Up. Yeah. 
Yeah, y'all are annoying. I've never been across the pond, Uh, as they call it. Yeah, you got Dylan hasn't either. Yeah, I don't. I just don't care. You know. Mm. Hey, I know something about French football. Hmm. uh, With a U, not two O's. Uh, Zinedine Zidane. Yes. All-time favorite French. Because of the headbutt? Player because of the headbutt. He's yeah. just awesome anyway. What an unhinged loser. He's, he's, he's a madman. Well, he's actually affecting this World Cup more than anyone would have Wasn't thought he, he was going coach? to affect it. Zinedine. He was the coach for Real Madrid. He quit after this season. Yeah. People speculate it's because of some transfer issues. And he, I think maybe he was worried that Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale, who's another great player, is going, they're both going to leave. Ah. Or that he couldn't get players to get signed for a large amount of money. I just uh, assumed he like headbutted a hooker and he was waiting for the news to break and he wanted to get out in front of it. And no, you just assume he headbutts no, everybody. No, he just yeah. he's just won all the trophies and it's like, nah, I'm out, I'm done. Okay, which is a weird move considering he he's not at odds with anybody. Uh, but because of that vacancy, Spain has now fired their coach because he accepted the job at Real Madrid for after the World Cup is over. Oh fuck! Let me ask you a question as a as someone who doesn't follow soccer. Okay. Um, give me like three to five names to look out for this World Cup, like superstar guys. I know about Ronaldo. Okay. Uh, I know about. Have you ever heard of Messi? The little lefty. Yeah, Messi. Love, it's it's like their. It's, it's it might not be their last chance to win a World Cup, but it's their. They're last getting chance. up there. It's their last chance. Ronaldo a, said today that he'll he'll play until he's forty-one. So he's <laughs> saying that he will play in the U.S. for the World Cup that we just got, but. In terms of being the greatest players in the world, this is their last chance to actually. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold I, on. I need hold name, on, I need on. some names. Yeah, we Give got us the uh, names. We got homeboy from Egypt. Give us the names. Mohamed Salah, Egypt. He he's could, a badass. He, he might he might win uh, the best player in the world award this year. Just he, got hurt though, right? Is it he called got, the best player in the world award? It's or? called the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> okay. Player uh, of the year. Or some he. Shit? He got injured in the Champions League final. If you watch that, I think it was a collarbone or shoulder. Well, I forget what it was. Right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I know about this. He set I, the I Premier League record him. for goals this year. He should be very exciting. Egypt. Egypt. I okay. bet on him to score uh, because you told me to, and then he got hurt. And that's, that's a, not on me. That's no, on it's him. No, not. It just sucks. That's Ronaldo p- plays for which country? Portugal. Portugal. Okay. Dan had a perfect analogy earlier. Portugal is the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's of LeBron the World James, Cup. and then he has no help. Okay. So Portugal, um, Egypt has a good chance of getting out of their group too, because like that's a sh- it's weak a shitty ass group. Yeah, it's the, it's hands down the worst. Like Russia's group. trash mm-hmm. and Messi Saudi Arabia is trash. Messi is Argentinian. Argentinian. Okay, I would. Uh, he has a much better chance of winning the World Cup than Cristiano Ronaldo. But also historically, Argentina does not show up. They enjoy shitting the bed. They were they were doing so badly does in games recently that Messi just like Germany. Germany. Germany shows up. Germany shows up. <laughs> Germany shows up. <laughs> That's it. Thomas Mueller is Spain a shows uh, up. he's a midfielder I'm forward for Germany, and he has the chance this year if Germany goes far to set the record for all time goals in a World Cup. It's currently held by a German guy. Mueller. But Mueller could do okay. it. Didn't okay. Germany leave like one of the top ten guys off the roster? Uh, yes, his name is Leroy. That's how good they are. His name's Leroy Sané. He played for Manchester City, who might be the best club team to ever play in England's history. They left him off the team because he wasn't a cultural fit. 
Like that's how stacked like their he's team a top is. They're like, player in the world. yeah, no, he's a really fast uh, young guy who can score a lot of goals and assist a lot of goals and really open up the game. But we don't need you because you're not really chilling with the team that much. Oh yeah, he's like a douchebag probably. Well, he's just young and quiet, and I think he just doesn't realize. I don't. He probably didn't realize leading up to it. Like, oh, I better like. You got to be doing coke and fucking strippers with the boys if you want to be on this team. Bro. That's the Mexican team. Oh, sorry. Yeah, did you guys hear what the Mexican team did before getting sent off? Yeah, it's the, fucking weird. They no. had 31 prostitutes at their uh, send-off party. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. 31. Dude, that, to have I've always them. said, if you're going to get prostitutes, 31 is the number. Yeah. Not 30, not 32, 31 on the dot. That's how many hookers you need to have a good time. I wonder how much influence the cartel has on like the Mexican national team. I feel like some, I'm at watching least. Narcos Season 3 right now, and here's my take. They run the team and probably manage the team. <laughs> They're probably on the team. Yes. Do you want some other players to look out for, Dylan? Yes, yes I do. Neymar, Brazil. Yep. I know him. Huge name. I know Plays him. for PSG. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. France, the, t- the guys that I was talking about. They've got Pogba, Mbappe. Pogba is a terrifying human. He's, he's, a, he's a beast. He'll fuck you up. He also just kind of like does his own thing and he, he, he's a hit or miss guy. Right, he's not running the offense the way he's supposed to. Like, it, if he's not into something, he's checked out. If he's into something, he will be the most fun person to watch. He's a head case. Yes. Uh, Belgium, they've got a bunch of fun guys. Eden Hazard. Hazard. I, always, I don't know how to say it. Is he still in Chelsea? Yes, he is. He's been rumored to go to Real Madrid for his entire career. They also have Lukaku. He's a striker. Lukaku. He is, he is a frightening human being. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, he plays alongside Sané, who was left off Germany in Manchester City. He is a ginger man. De Bruyne. But he's incredible. He's probably the best midfielder maybe in the world. Like a redhead. Yeah, he's a redhead. Okay. He's a redhead. Uh, Harry Kane for England. England's actually not. They're 16-1 to to win it all. They're super young, too. Yeah. Hold on. They're young and they're fast. Before we get too far past Belgium... Uh, that's the squad I've been playing FIFA with for like a decade for no real reason, just because they're fast and like I like them. Well, it pays off now. This is who I pounded your sweet little ass with on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, but that's I know all their players as a result, and that's my World Cup squad. That's who I'm rolling with. You, it's going to be a fun squad to roll with. They're yeah. they're a tight team. Okay. Well, the teams that aren't in it are it's kind of a bummer because I always liked cheering for your Belgiums and stuff, but like the Netherlands aren't in it. Yeah, what the fuck? That doesn't what make a lot there? of sense to me. I don't know. Is Italy in it? Italy is not in it. And that's the that's probably the craziest one I out of every like single one. Against Italy, yeah, yeah. Italy kind of they're like easy to root against. I kind of hate Italy because they're like a defensive team, right? They're and they have a bunch like of dudes with like long in. hair. That's like just like I yeah, don't know. I think that, I'm racist against Italians. Yeah, it is. they're easy. To, they're is. easy to hate. Yeah, yeah. they're it's, also very emotional on the field. Yes. So if they do something to you, like the team that you're cheering for, it's you're much more adamant about hating them. They're like the Draymond Green of. Soccer, yeah, aren't they basically. also like super racist against Balotelli? Yeah, well, Balotelli's also—he's one—he does a lot of hateable things, dude. So he gets he, low key. Though, look up Balotelli and just look up controversy, or as the English say, controversy. Controver- controversy. <laughs> no, but low key, Europe is way more racist than America for some reason. They it's, have it's, signs. It's weird. At soccer tournaments, to just say "say no to racism." I know, not even in the tur- dude in the yeah. video games on the fucking side. It's just like "say no to racism" yeah. all over the side. Of the uh, what's their field. problem, man? They just hate well, all European. other races. After cool. after Balotelli scored a goal in England, he just held his jersey up and he was just wearing a T-shirt that he had written on with permanent marker that just said "Why always me?" 
And that's that how dude, much people okay. hated him. That's he was just tight. like, you guys all hate me. Like, come on, please stop. <laughs> okay, so, Will, I have a lot of money invested into Denmark beating Peru in the first game. Okay. Please, please talk me up. I, I don't know. See, the South American team scare the shit out of me. The South American teams scare me because a lot of South American players play in South America. And as far as major leagues go, nobody like, knows what No one that pays is. attention yeah. to those leagues. People, they're massive in South America. Like Boca Juniors are like the biggest club on this side of the hemisphere. But you, none of us can name a player on Everybody that team. Everybody knows that about Boca Junior. They're huge. And so, but no one pays attention to the South America. Actively fading, Dan. But what about Denmark? <laughs> Is there any? I don't know much about the Danes. Okay. I mean, it, it, yeah, I, that's that's one of those games that like I'll watch and I'll be like, oh, this team looks really fun. I'm gonna start watching this team. But that's that's one of those things where I'm not gonna watch, I'm not gonna look up the team before the the tournament starts because I probably don't know very many people. Fair. So, and another point I have is, uh, so the tournament starts tomorrow. Russia's the first game. <laughs> another point I have. Uh, how many calls is Russia going to get? Dude, you got to think it's a lot. I mean, it, apparently, so I don't really get into the politics of everything because FIFA is just such a nightmare. But I've been told that there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, call it coll- collusion. Yeah, yeah, what yeah corruption. Explain what the hell you are talking about. You got to set this up. It's so, in Russia. The, the tournament's Cup. in Russia. Uh, Russia's got a very easy group, but they're probably not even going to make it out of their group unless... FIFA and Russia kind of just collude. And if Russia know. elects our president, you'd think they could get a couple calls for their soccer team. Lukaku. I'm I just going to give you know calls in, in the Russia. background, okay? You didn't know it was in Russia? Dude, I don't Some of these games are in Sochi, bro. Sochi? Yeah. My fucking they revived that, that town, that ghost <laughs> town. For the- I do think Russia will beat Saudi Arabia tomorrow because Saudi Arabia is a cupcake of a team to play Especially in the group stage, it yeah, must, yeah. Be, must be nice. Russia. I mean, you can get some juice on that though. I think like Saudi Arabia is like plus nine hundred. Lukaku. They, they they might have a, a lot of calls for them for Russia. Yeah, who yeah. knows? That makes sense. Do you want to know one of the storylines that's going to maybe piss a lot of people off for this entire World Cup? Of course. The fact that that uh, Fox Sports has it, they suck. They're yeah. going to. They're already kind of botching this. So eight out of the twelve announcers for the World Cup are American, which does not bode well. Because we getting Gus Johnson? No, I don't think we're getting Gus Johnson. Damn, that would be tight. See, I would actually be okay if they got Gus Johnson, but we're gonna have like Alexei Lalas and stuff, and he's just the worst. Who's, who's the Who's the worst NBA announcer that they have? Reggie Miller. He's the He is the Reggie Miller of soccer. Of soccer, right so now. Just Just okay. Was he? Did he? What's his name? Alexei Lalas. Oh, yeah, I know this dude. He's a ginger. The ginger American. That, yeah, uh, even I know who he is. He used to you, have, like, the what? long hair. He is a lot like Reggie, kind of. Yeah. Like, his, he just gets, like, too emotional and shit. Yeah. He gets too worked up. He gets worked up over really dumb things. I need British announcers for soccer. Also, guess how many... Of these announcers, only four of them are actually going to Russia. The rest are just going to be in L.A. covering it from there. That's some shit there. It's trash. Pathetic. You don't want people announcing a game from afar. They're seeing all the same things you're seeing. Unless there's some other, like, camera work or anything like that, it's going to be really terrible. I need to see Trump in a booth with Putin taking in a, in a match. Putin might be the MVP of this entire thing. If he just starts using this as his, his like... He's way to show how tight he is yeah. he might just be like a, the pimp you know, of the nation is, is he going to try to get out on the field he should I'm, he should be coach he's the starting goalie for the russian team actually you didn't know that he does that sometimes with hockey well yeah, he'll, he'll score uh, he'll score like 10 goals nobody can stop him oh hey you mentioned this a second ago but i i want to clarify for everybody so what's the deal we have the world cup now in 2026 or we what? do 
As we got, of today? So we had a joint bid. I think the, the final thing uh, was the USA, Mexico, and Canada so it's North versus America. Morocco. <laughs> oh, Morocco really got and shafted so there. We, we won, and so now we have it. 60 out of the 80 games. Well, So it hasn't all been decided yet, but this was all part of the bid. Uh, FIFA will now decide what happens for the actual World Cup. 60 of the 80 games will be in the U.S., Dude. Which is big. Uh, the, the field for the World Cup, which is currently 32 teams, is going to be 48 teams. Wow. So it's going to be wild. So we might make it. No, we, you, if you're we hosting, automatic you automatically bid. make it. So okay. all three of the nations are automatically making it. Okay. And as Dan said earlier, the only one who probably wasn't going to make Canada. it is Canada. Yeah. Right. So Canada's getting hooked well, up Well, you know, come on, let's not get too cocky. We just missed this one. That's true. But with an expanded field, there, there it yeah. would be very hard Have for us to not Have we fired everyone yet? What yeah, we yeah, we blew it. We blew it all up. Okay, so yeah, what do we? I mean, we need somebody with like a big dick to be running that thing. Yeah, they just hired a guy. He uh, was a DC United guy, which doesn't oh, really great. make me feel that great. Sounds really promising. Yeah, yeah. MLS. They're saying that the final is going to be at MetLife Stadium. You want. Okay, big. Are you going to try to go to some of this? Uh, so they haven't decided any of the stadiums yet, but the, the prospective stadiums would be in Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, L.A., Kansas City, Miami, New York, Seattle, San Francisco, and Washington. Wait, Dude, if, I, if I'm near a city that's having a game, I will 100% go. You said Cowboy Stadium? Yeah. Here's a dumb question. Uh, don't they play on grass? Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering about that, too. I, I, they just admittedly, the because off. I don't watch a ton of American soccer, uh, I actually don't even know what they do. You're the Micah of soccer. I know. It's he bad. doesn't watch American so, cinema. You don't watch American you soccer. You can play on both, but I, I can't imagine the World Cup being played on artificial th- I turf. agree. I feel like they're going to have to do something about it. They would that. just bring in a field? Probably. Do they yeah. have the, uh, does uh, the stadium roof open? It has... Uh, it, it is? Earth. It has a hole in the ceiling. Azad! Maybe they just... I'm sure they'll have maintenance crews. Who knows? I have no clue. I'm, I don't have a green thumb. I admittedly have no clue about turf. We need to bring a green thumb person. We need here. a green thumb up in yeah. this bitch. We need a horticulture. But I'm excited for the U.S. World Cup, mainly because the times of the games will be incredible. I don't mind having the early games. I'm going to wake up every morning for the early game, either at 5 or 7. Fellaini! It's kind of annoying that there's going to be games at 10 and 12 for us, too. You like the whole experience of getting up. Just to watch it. I do. I like getting my sports watching out of the way in the morning so I can have an open night to do whatever I want. You're That's a West why Coast guy. Just don't get it twisted. Will's like waking, waking bacon and watching these games. It's not like he's like some fucking premier athlete at the peak of his game sitting there enjoying sports like drinking a smoothie. That's not the case. Oh, come on. Come I'm on. I got, I got the coffee going. Whatever. I got like a banana in front of me. De Bruyne. You're just screaming names. No, it's just the Belgium soccer team names. Belgium's going to be fun. Watch Belgium. Out of, the, out of the favorites, the teams to watch would be like that are going to be fun to watch are Brazil, France, Argentina, Belgium, and I guess maybe England. But okay. like Germany, Spain, and do they still have Benteke? I think so. I I just he, remember him. From I don't FIFA. think I don't think he's on the <laughs> I don't think he's on the squad. He you, was like never rated good in FIFA, but he was a monster. They, Rated well. He's one of those guys that just has a great name to yell, so whenever he's on TV, you just notice it. Benteke. Yeah. There's two Lukaku's on Belgium and two Hazards on, on Belgium. Uh, Whether or not they're brothers, I'm not actually Benteke sure. Benteke is not on the team. Yeah. Damn, that's a huge loss. Company is. Now, you just mentioned something about a time difference. I wasn't paying attention. I was looking up the roster so I could yell more names. Um, what does that look like? What are we, when, are we, when are these games in They're America? eight hours... 
I think eight hours. I don't know if this is East Coast or West Coast. So like somewhere we need to be in the range. Watch of, him in the office or like what's yes. the situation here? Yeah. Okay. We need to figure out our Apple TV situation in the office. We probably should have figured this out long ago. Okay. Uh, but the games start at five in the morning. I think are the earliest ones for us. That means six in the morning for East Coast. Hmm. Uh, and then I think a lot are at seven in the morning for us, eight o'clock East Coast, and then ten and noon. Okay, so they're I staggered. Can do ten and noon. I can't do those other ones. That's too early. My move is what what I'm going to do is I'm going to record all the good games that are on while we're at work, so I can watch them intently in my bed, chilling, and then wake up every morning and just hop on Twitter and follow everything going on there. That's the move. Twitter's gonna, Twitter's gonna be lit every single morning we wake up, whether you like soccer or not. If you're if you have a Twitter account and there's shit going on, it's going to be fun to wake up and check Twitter. Well, we got that to look forward to. Yeah, and it's also just something different than baseball. Yeah, everyone should love this because yeah, baseball's literally the only thing going on right now. So Brazil's the favorite to win. Yes, the whole tournament. That's I feel like that's just every World Cup, but uh, but they don't. When's the last time a uh, South American team won in Europe? I have no clue. Has it happened? No idea. Okay. That, that's a thing though, right? Uh, like it, European teams don't very win South possibly. America and South America. But we're in Russia. Is Russia Europe? It's both, isn't it? It's pretty much oh. like Asia at both. this point, right? I never know. It feels like it's its own thing. Continent. It's not Europe. Yeah, it's it Europe and Asia. It's both. It's, no yeah, team, no it's, team has repeated split. since like forever. Let's see. It's, Euro- it's Europe. Eastern um, Europe. It's officially part of Europe. Yeah. The last time a team repeated in the World Cup, so oh, Germany winning again, the last time this happened was 1962. So it ain't easy to win a World Cup or repeat. Right, yeah. What the fuck? That okay, means that Germany is part stacked. of both. Yeah. 77% of it is in Asia, the rest is in Europe. Maybe scale down. Yeah, Russia. They should sell off some of their bad parts. What's up with all that? You just got like <laughs> trim endless, the fat. Well, much yeah. like Canada, most of it is uninhabitable. Like, figure it out. Because it's just so damn cold. It's just freezing. You just pound vodka. It's like, what are y'all doing up there anyway? You know? Well, we know now. Nothing. Russia plays too much. Well, yeah, there's parts of Asia. Or there's parts of Russia where it's just like blue eyed, blonde haired Asians. Russia's just like beautiful people. Is this like a real deal? You just. You no, just, this is a real deal. It's like, like they a porn you saw? They just have all different kinds of like. Russia's, Russia's a country I have no desire to Russia go to. Russia is so sketchy. I don't need to go there. No, I'm not going to Russia. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go. I like cricket. And do shit. what? I get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Just I want to drink go. vodka. I, I don't mean like get fucked up like uh, mentally. I mean like I want to go over there and like get kidnapped. Oh, you want to get that taken? Doesn't, that doesn't sound like something I'm into. It's an experience I think I'd be I'd be better for. Kind of like war dog style almost. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Maybe get into some, your head. Maybe get into some uh, gun running Man, type of shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Will, thank you for joining us Absolutely. In, in, in explaining soccer. Do you want to make a pick? Well, honestly, that was insightful. I appreciate you. Yeah, I got you. I'm sorry yeah. I came at you early. No, no, I, I deserve it. Who's My pick? pick is yeah. Germany. Okay. My hope is uh, that France will go far, but France has the type of attitude and look to them of a team that can go far until they just get bodied by a bigger team. <laughs> As like the, And the teams that they would get bodied by would be like Belgium or Spain or... Okay. Germany. Why you apo- why'd you apologize what? to Dylan? That was upsetting. Yeah, just, fuck, fuck you, Dylan. We're thank, friends, man. Do you I guys want to make a pick? He, he had nothing to apologize Yeah, I think for. you guys need to make a pick. Okay. I mean, I'm a, my pick is simple. De Bruyne. <laughs> it's Belgium. I pick Belgium. Uh, I'll ride the germs. I'm going to go Spain. 
they just fired their coach. I think it's going to let a spark. Yeah, yeah. Germany. Yeah. That, that is you not how this Germany. game works. <laughs> I don't spark. know how, import, how important is a soccer manager. Like, really. Uh, They're important. They're important. Dude. I will say I think they're less important in the World Cup. We've maxed out. No more soccer. We're done. Okay. Get out, please. For the love of God, Will. It's been fun. Thank you. Where can people follow you on social media if they want more soccer talk? Follow me, uh, uh, Will DeFreeze, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Go ahead and go listen to my new podcast that's dropping on Sunday. It's the Sunday Scaries podcast, which is currently on Grand X Labs. Subscribe to Grand X Labs. Listen to Sunday Scaries. Obviously, Will also hosts Touching Base with Postgrad Problems with Dylan and Dave. If you're not subscribed to that already, you should be. Now get out. Bye. Au revoir. (laughs) No, Jesus. Okay, Will's gone. We've got a new guest here. Goes by the name of T-Man. It's time. What's it time for? It's time for tea time. Is it tea time? It's tea time. time. We're going to talk time about with golf. This is huge. Well, for yeah, tomorrow recovery. is the, not only the start of the World Cup, but the U.S. Open. Many people thought we wouldn't have shit to talk about once basketball season ended, and they were dead fucking wrong. Now we have too much to talk about. Look at us killing it with guests, with all these other sports that we don't know as much about that we got to bring people in to talk about. T-Man, tell us about the U.S. Open this weekend at Shinecock. Shinecock. <laughs> yeah, so it's at... <laughs> it's close. Uh, no, it says here, Shinecock. It's close. <laughs> I'm not sure what you are looking at. But yeah, I'm, that's great. Okay. I like Shinecock better. Yeah, it's so Shinnecock Hills is the course. It's in Long Island. It's an old school uh, U.S. Open course. So Long it's got Island, part of New York. Part of New York, yeah. Okay. It's like the Hamptons. It's in the Hamptons. It's the very island nice. part. Tiger Woods is in his yacht. He's got a yacht. Oh, yeah, very yeah, close. Yeah, 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 yeah I've seen that. Um, but yeah, it's old school U.S. Open, so I don't know if y'all have seen any of the coverage on it. It's got hard and fast greens shit it's a link style course yeah somewhat and then it's got very long rough so if you miss you there's a chance you lose that's classic like us open isn't it? it classic, classic. us open rough. old school nice and long and dirty so man we just like looking at a winner likes that's it. gonna be uh <laughs> over par i don't think so but they've changed it so the past couple of years it's been under par has been the winner and they've just been going low lukaku so they were like not anymore Here's here's Shinnecock Hills, and so hopefully I'm thinking maybe four under, five under is the winner at the end of, at the end of the weekend. Really? Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, obviously, Tiger is my man. That's that, who that's I. That's your guy. In my heart, he's he, so he's twenty to one. What does your brain know. say? Though? Our books got on that seventeen to one. Yeah. So my brain says DJ because he's the favorite. He's on fire. He's just one. He's new, just, that new, driver is tuned in right now. A new number one player in the world. Um, so he's he's the favorite, and if I had to bet, I would probably bet on on DJ um, Brooks Kepka is another one. He won last year at Aaron Hills. Love um, Brooks Kepka's name. He's not, he's not winning this year. Yeah, he's, yeah he, he's he's twenty five to one. So if, you want, team, man. if you want to throw a flyer on him, you might as well. Nope, I Brooks. don't. Um, Jordan Spieth, trash. He, he won't can't win. putt anymore. What happened he's, to him? Why Jordan Spieth overrated. He'd be the best putter in the world. Now he's trash. I, I what about Rom? I have nothing but bad things to say about Jordan Spieth. Rom wow. fifteen to one here. I mean. I I just he hasn't he doesn't win to me like he's always top ten, um, dude he's he'll kind of hover around weak, he melts the fuck yeah. down. He's a, he's a he's a head case for yeah. sure, and you can't have that. He's got to get over that mental hump before you can start putting money on Rom. I think like a- any chance Phil can close out the uh, career that grand would be slam? nice. Yeah, career glimpse, career grand slam. He's twenty five to one. Nah. Yep. So uh, again. T-Man. You were a Tiger guy? Yeah, huge. I was in middle school when he made his, like... Why is that surprising? You were, everyone's a Tiger, a tiger guy. guy. Okay, but there's a difference between, like, like you know, 
really hoping Tiger gets it done and being like a guy who's like, maybe this is the tournament. This is the one. Like, Tiger's legit has a shot at winning. Like, maybe he makes this this incredible comeback. That's me every well, single time. Tiger's Tiger. going to win again. Yeah. It's going to happen. Is I don't it? know when. Yeah. I think he can win. I think he can win a couple more majors. He, he's, wow. been, he's been back for, like, less than a year. He's already made runs at several tournaments. Okay, here's my problem with this this theory that Tiger is going to win again, that, that we're on a legitimate Tiger watch here. All it takes is one fucking swing gone wrong, and he's hurt again, dude. What 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 is it that you people don't remember about him getting injured over and over and over and over? Because this okay, his so his back was fused, different. So it's like, you know, what fuses. Yeah, he's no longer human. Yep, he's a cyborg. <laughs> right, and the like, he's been extremely durable since he's been back. Like he's his swing is faster than it's ever been, and he's still holding up fine. I don't know, man. I'm just saying all it takes he's playing is like a, one orgy gone awry, right, and he's, but he's out. He's playing a lot of golf. Yeah, I mean, he's got two top five finishes this year, and major time is it's you can't count out Tiger Okay, Woods. okay. We got both sides of the story. That's all I wanted. I, my side is paranoid, and your side is hopeful. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I again, I, I take Tiger. That's my official. That's your pick? Lock of the week. You, you just use a J ball. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was waiting for that. This is this is depressing. That's not good. <laughs> what else? What else do we need to know about Shinecock and this whole deal coming Shinecock. up? Shinecock. It's gonna be a good tournament. There's some big. Um, What's the some, weather doing up there? Beats me. You don't know. I, I didn't look at the weather. You look like a fucking meteorologist. Dude. Yeah, I didn't look at the weather. I, all you gotta do is hop on the hop on fucking Google and type in sh- Shinecock weather, and you'll I get didn't. it. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I don't pairings. think that's what comes up. <laughs> There's some power pairings. <laughs> <be> something different. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the most exciting pairing to you? Let me find them and then I'll tell you. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't have them up. Give me a minute to find the pairings. Yeah. Yeah, you pull those up. I'll talk about uh, how on Monday, Touching Base, Dylan's other podcast, they're going to have more golf talks. You, you, if, you, if you're looking forward to that. Oh, why'd you put it on the nice, rundown? Micah, Micah well, says they already you know, had we, it. We probably will have some golf talk on Monday. We'll talk because the tournament will have just You know ended, what? No, so. no, no, never mind. Unsubscribe to Touching Base if you're subscribed already. Because do there's that. no more golf talk. Resubscribe it's right now. It's over. It's over. This is the only place you get tea time with T-Man and golf talk. I'm here. Uh, so you got Rory, Jordan Spieth, and Phil. That's a hot pairing. That's a, that's a good pairing. Man, that's sick. Let me find Tiger real quick. Fucking boner what time jams they right there. They tee off at 8.42. Oh, getting off early. Yeah. Golfgasm. <laughs> Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, and Tiger Woods. 1.47 p.m. Ooh, the afternoon tea time. That's a hot tea That's time. That's the one to watch. Mm. That is the one to watch. That's going to be, be on, the feature group. That'll be on Golf Channel. Man. Yeah. The earlier tea times will have to be on PGA Tour Live. Hey, teammate, can we make sure that the TVs in the in the office are running? Can we get that going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know who we got to talk to, but let's get it going. Is that your job? It. Okay. It is now. <laughs> As as a resident golf guy, it's my job. Yeah, yeah. He's, tea, he's tea time with T-Man. We'll T-Man. get him up. We'll get him up. Whole squad watching PJ. I played golf with T-Man this weekend. T-Man's, T-Man's got a swing. T-Man's pretty good at golf. Thanks, guys. He's got a fucking swing. I didn't I realize that it. until I saw your Snapchat coverage of it, or someone's. Probably Maybe Dave's. Dave. Dave, Dave was with. in a cart with T-Man. Yeah. Was documenting T-Man's skills. Dude's got a stroke uh, It should on be him. noted I shot a 45 on the front nine. Noted. Nobody wants to know about the back. That's a different thing, but... Noted. I could have broke ninety if I kept that. Good what's, your, what's your low round? My low round was seventy four. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Must be nice. Yeah, Ross. No, you played good that 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 front nine. Forty five for me. That was great. Yeah, that wasn't good. That was great. What's for the me. strongest part of your game, T man? 
You don't care about my game? You're just going straight back to team man? I played golf me? with you. I never played with him. Your game's yeah, trash. You're, fami- you're familiar with my shittiness. We know your shit. Yeah. Probably my irons. My iron play. Okay. Ball striking's pretty pretty good. I'm, you're a I'm good ball striker. I'm heinous off the tee. Who knows where it's going to go? Right. Okay. I thought, dude, when you when you catch it right off the tee. Yeah. It I'm, goes. Look, nobody's heinous off the tee to me. Right. Because I'm comparing my tee game to your tee game. So it's tee time with tee man. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. We're doing it. <laughs> All right. So your picks, Tiger Woods. Where, where do y'all pick for the U.S. Open? Um, hmm. Rory. 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 Okay. Rory. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Phil to do the Grand Slam. I like nice. that. I think the him. safe picks Justin Rose, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do uh, Deshambo. When's the U.S. Open? Deshambo. We just put his girl. Uh, okay. I, we got to talk about Deshambo and his girlfriend for a second. We <laughs> saw his girl. At the players. So we have an account called uh, TFM TFM Girls Girls on Instagram. And it's where we put up the hottest college girls in the world uh, brought to you by Total Frat Move. And we've been featuring this girl every few months. I don't know what school she says she goes to. She probably doesn't go to school at all. It's probably a lie. But she's got huge fake hands. I think she said Chapman. And she got big ass lip injections. Belmont University. That's what she says. She She changes it every time. She got lip injections. Uh, She got tats. She's got some tats going on. Anyway... Turns out this chick is now dating DeShambo. It just looks, it just, I've always known in my heart, like, he, yes. I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, I mean, she she is, dude. Can confirm, she looks good in IRL. Really? Yeah, we saw him at dinner at the players. DeShambo, just from like uh, straight up shallow, like, you know, base level appearance, looks like probably like a country club classy dude, right? No, no, he looks like a nerd, but he's. He's actually much I, I, bigger. You're than right. We I think he does. And then, but if you pay attention to him and his behavior, he's like a scumbag. I know this. This makes perfect sense to me that he's dating this chick. Like scumbag. this isn't shocking to me. Absolutely, dude. He, like I can see he, that. he's like awkward and doesn't really have many friends. Yes, that chick that Mike is looking at right now. Like he's notorious for just being a nerd. Like this dude would sell like mids in Houston. They're they're nerdy scumbags. That's okay, Dan. SMU he might guy. be nerdy. I don't know. Dan, but he, like this, I'm just saying this dude's a scumbag. It, it I'm, indifferent. I'm indifferent on Bryson, but I don't know. When we met him at the tournament, he seemed at least cooler than I thought he would be. Mm, and he, was, he was a much bigger dude. He's getting thick. He's lifting. I'm all That's in, why on, Dan this. Likes him I'm all in on this dude now because most golfers would be too concerned with like what this t- bringing this type of girl around would do to their image. Don't, no offense to this chick. Like, I mean, uh, all due respect, but you don't bring this girl home to mama. Like... She looks like a, a, a Vegas stripper. I she feel does. like he, he's been playing his best golf since she started dating him. And he's not afraid of what that looks like. No, he definitely doesn't mind the controversy. He's, and I like that. Yeah. I like that about Bryce. He won, what, two weeks ago, three weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she is ridiculous. And uh, I, I've got all, all the respect in the world for him now. And apparently none for her. I'm, I'm just a total <laughs> misogynistic piece. That's, that's what I am. We love you for it, though. The, anyway... I wanted to talk about those hams. Well, for, this was fun for a second. T man, yeah. this was fun. Thanks, guys. T man, hey, you crushed it. Thanks for having Dude, me. Thanks for enlightening us. Drinking a Monster Energy drink. Just trying no to support Tiger. By the way. Azad. Yeah. Sorry, T man. You missed the part where I started yelling out Belgium T-Man, soccer players. Where can people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Trevor Hughes underscore. That that is where I'll be putting out my golf takes. Um, you can also. If you want to sponsor this podcast, email me at micah at grandex.co. <laughs> wow. and we'll make it happen. Thanks, guys. Always be closing. Wow. Always be closing. Thanks, right, thank team, you, man. That was wonderful. Thanks, guys. Okay. Now it's time for a very special segment with a very special friend, David Ruff. 
Hello, Dave. <laughs> hey, what's, what's going on, <laughs> hey, man? man? So the segment's called Dave Ruff's Combat Sports Minute. As it gets uh, penciled in, we're gonna we're gonna work on that okay. going forward. They've got that fresh haircut swag going. You see that? Yeah, yeah. I saw tea yesterday. You're yeah. glowing. Yeah, thank you. you. Look great. Man. I got yeah. faded up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, combat sports for a minute. I thought we were doing a promo. Let's do on it. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Let's talk about on it for a minute. I like Our getting sponsor. juiced up doing on it promo reads, just rolling into the the minute. I'm gonna ask myself a question. <laughs> Are you sick of going to the gym? And my yeah. answer is no, not really, because I don't go. Right. So I can't be sick of it. But the good news is now I can work out anytime, anywhere with Onnit 6. It's Onnit's new home fitness system. And so can you. It's a full body transformative workout you can do in the comfort of your home in just six weeks. You don't need any equipment or personal trainers. All you need is the ability to watch these videos, follow the instructions. You can watch them on your computer or your phone or whatever. The workouts are designed to help you lose weight, build muscle, move better, feel better, and they work. You can do it nude if you want to. You can. Nobody can stop you. People are doing it too. I'm getting Snapchats, player. Of people doing it nude? Not nude, but after they do it, yeah. like, I just did it on six. Oh, okay. I'm dying over I got there. that one, though. The nude one? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was from me. That was Meat Spin. Oh. oh, yeah. I like to do side planks nude so I can just see it hang. <laughs> like, oh, man. What? Anyway, you can Don't do more. burpees nude. <laughs> Oh, no, you can't do burpees nude. Everybody knows that. We should rank the worst exercises to do nude. Burpees is one. A lot of yoga poses, I imagine, not not look, you know, not good for the nudity. If you want to learn more about Onnit 6, go to onnit.com slash grandex. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash grandex. You can also, through that URL, get 10% off all supplements and food. Supplements like Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, and New Mood. Dave, why don't you tell us about some of your favorite supplements and such? You're a big fitness guy. Yeah, something like that. I like New Mood because it provides a new mood. It's not the same old mood. Not the same old mood, but I'm a big alpha brain supporter. Everyone knows that. I usually take two in the morning. I've been kind of leveling out, so I've kind of taken a little bit of a break from Alpha Brain, but I'm about to get back into it, so you should notice some high-level podcasting from this guy. Just high-intensity, high-energy, sharp. Yeah. That's what you're bringing to the table. Oh, yeah. MCT oil. I pretty much just bathe in that. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, I have a tub full of it. My wife's not happy about it. She slipped in the shower. Oh. She's like, what is that? I was like, it's MCT oil. I was taking a bath this morning. Yes. Yeah, we know what it really was, though. What was it? Oh, we know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyway on it six if you're looking to get all types of fit go to on it.com slash grand x you can also score 10 percent off all supplements and food through that url now it's time oh, for yeah. dave ruff's oh, yeah. combat sports minute unless you've come up with a better name in the meantime no no i haven't oh that's still fortunately okay no but this is my combat sports minute so micah start the clock okay it started. All right, so what do y'all want to talk about? Let's talk about boxing first. Yeah, fisticuffs. Yeah, what's going on Pugilism. There? What? Pugilists. I don't know that word. I'm not familiar Two with men it. enter, fight with their fists, one man leaves. <laughs> what happens to the other man? He's fucking dead. Oh, God. Hopefully not. He's probably just KO'd or his ta- corner threw in the towel. Uh, so let's talk a little bit of boxing. Did you guys watch any boxing this weekend? No. Oh. Okay, Dan. Dan, are you on this podcast? You've just been looking at me the whole yeah, time. Dan, I'm just Dan's, letting you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Dan's spaced out. He's just staring at your head. <laughs> Ross, 
Quick question. Are you a fan or have you been supporting the Charlo brothers out of Houston, Texas, your hometown? I regularly see tweets about them. Uh, you need to get I, in on them now. Okay. Buy low. Buy low. Well, they're, they're already... Okay. They're not a household name yet, but they're going to be. Okay. They're, they're twin brothers. Stock? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Buy right now. Twin brothers, uh, they confusingly named Jermel and Jamal, Jermal, which I think you should have a little bit more... If you can't have one there, letter just mixing it that's up. Very that's, hard. that's a little bit much. Uh, yeah, so you had uh, Jermel Charlo. He fought this weekend. He is um, He's on the cusp of a big fight. You might see him land a name like a, a Triple G or something like that oh, down the road. I'm familiar with Triple um, G. That, but Triple G's old. So Triple G, speaking of him, still trying to work out the uh, Triple G Canelo rematch. God, why? That ain't happening. I feel like we've had to talk about this for six months because they just keep failing drug tests and shit. Yeah, yeah, Canelo. He felt he had the tainted meat, which I've always said is the worst kind of meat. Tainted meat. Mm -hmm. You don't want to call me that when I was in prison. I know. What was that? I don't know, man. I couldn't figure it out. I thought they just called you the tainted one. So what is what is his argument that he got like he went to like a bad taco truck or what? No, just Mexican beef. (laughs) No, Mexican beef is notoriously uh, tainted with. I I don't know the substance. It clombuterol. There's something that's in their beef. I don't know what it is. No, uh, Michael, look it up. I'm serious. Just to be clear about something, Canelo is Mexican. He's a Mexican-American. That was not a racist joke. Our city is covered in taco trucks. They're everywhere. That's just where I feel like you have the best odds of getting tainted meat. Just to be clear, before anybody comes out and tries to say that I was like hating on Mexican tacos. And everybody likes steak tacos. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's what he meant. Come on, Way to get out in front of it. Keep your head out of the racism gutter. Uh, Hey, this weekend up at the Star in Frisco, and uh, I guess, yeah, Frisco, Texas, little burb of Dallas. You got Earl Spence, man. The pride of DeSoto, home of the Eagles. He is fighting Carlos Ocampo, another Mexican-American fighter. How do you know Actually, I think he's just Mexican. He's Mexican. Yeah. How do you keep up with all the boxing? I keep up with um, local guys. Earl Spence I really like because Duncanville, my hometown, is right next to DeSoto, so he's... Pretty much our great hope for the DFW <laughs> as far as boxing goes. Okay. Um, Aren't yeah. you a big uh, Terrence Crawford guy? I love Terrence. Errol is also an honored athlete. He's also an honored athlete. Micah notes off Mike. Yes, I am a big Terrence Crawford guy. He's uh, out of Lincoln, Nebraska. He uh, beat the Omaha. shit out of, is it Omaha? He beat the shit out of Jeff Horn this weekend. Jeff Horn, you'll know him from the Pacquiao fight in Australia like oh, yeah. six months ago. It was kind of controversial, but I think he actually won that fight. Anyway, it was kind of a mismatch. Terrence Crawford's probably the best pound-for-pound for pound boxer in the world. Um, you'll be seeing more of him, a super fight, hopefully, with Earl Spence. Uh, at some point, it'll happen in the next three years. It'll be a super fight by that time. You, those guys are both going to be household names. How, as a boxing guy, and I've known you to be a boxer, like probably out of everyone I know in my life, uh, you are the most popular, or the most... Uh, Familiar, like informed boxing fan that I'm aware of. Thank you. How do you deal with the, the like terrible crooked, decisions, terrible, awful management of the sport as a whole? I realized a long time ago that being mad about it wasn't going to do anything. Like my, even though I have over six thousand followers on Twitter at D Carter Ruff, <laughs> my limited platform is not going to change the game. Okay, it's just it's just not. Let's be honest here. Now maybe you and Dylan, you guys got and the I big boy following. I don't mean it like that. Like. I mean, like, how do you how do you keep it from affecting you as a fan and, and frustrating you or like getting you in? Because even as a as a very like uneducated boxing person, I get annoyed and frustrated by it. Like when a big fight gets ruined by some crooked bullshit or like it just seems like there's always something. You're right, um, and it, unfortunately, that kind of stuff has made its way into mixed martial arts, which we'll get to oh, MMA, God. Great. combat sports, <clears throat> UFC. Um, 
But dude, I don't know, man. There's nothing you can do. And unfortunately, you hear more about the bad decisions than you do like your regular, you know, normal right. decisions. Yeah. So to like the casual fan, you probably think that almost every fight has a bad result, right? Unless it's a knockout or something. But I mean, that's just not the case. Although you do hear about a lot of bad decisions. Okay. And I've I've been on the bad end, bad end of one, like meaning that I paid for a pay per view. Uh, a long time ago and ended up being a, a really bad one. It was Tim Bradley and uh, Manny Pacquiao like Ooh, five or six years ago. Very yeah. controversial. Yeah. How do the British say controversial? Controversy. Controversial. No, no that's they, not it. Well, what I say did. controversy. 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 Huh. It's stupid. Will did it correctly earlier. I just said it how Will said it. Okay. Okay. You had Will on talking soccer? He was. He was talking about footy. Do you know the World okay. Cup starts tomorrow, Dave? Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Mm. You guys going to wake up? Is it on early? What's the deal? 10 o'clock. No, we're not waking up. Oh. No. It'll, it'll be on in the office. Huh. Yeah. Who's the uh, first match? Russia, Saudi Arabia. Only game tomorrow. Ooh. Russia opening it up because they're hosting it. There's a lot of geopolitical implications there. Indeed, Dave. Indeed. <laughs> Noted. Um, hey, big, big fight about to happen, I think, at the end of this year. Um, Deontay Wilder. He's an American heavyweight versus Anthony Joshua, easily the biggest heavyweight in since I guess Lennox Lewis as is far he, as like the, name goes. Is wow. he the uh, the Brit? Yeah, oh, he's, he's the absolute jack. Oh, that dude. guy's a monster. He's and a monster in, in the United Kingdom. It's gonna Anthony, happen in the UK. Anthony Joshua. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a freak. Deontay Wilder. I we saw this video. He had a pretty brutal knockout of a dude. Um, yes, he's had a ring, couple. Right? Yeah. Um, He's an American. He's got a real wild-ass style, uh, very unorthodox. He's not going to just stand there and beat you technically. He's going for one thing. He's going for knockouts. Um, Hell yeah. It's going to be a great fight. I think the young American. Joshua's badass. I don't, I don't see Wilder getting to him, but that'll mm. be a fun one. That'll be one that I pay for instead of just periscoping it like a broke boy. Okay. Well, let's move on to MMA. Let's talk um, MMA. First, I'd like to note that I once made the decision to pay for a a uh, what was the name of that girl who was real famous? Now she's in Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I paid for that Rousey fight, and I missed all the undercard, and she got knocked out like thirty seconds in, and it was it was it was the worst ninety nine dollars I've ever spent. So her was that Amanda loss. Nunes? Yeah. yeah, Nunes fight. Yeah, that was yeah. She got murked very yeah. quickly. Anyway, Dave, tell us about what's going on in the world of MMA. I'm still shocked you paid for that fight. I know. That's <laughs> why I had to bring it up. I'm still upset. Uh, MMA, man, we could talk about this because, I mean, this is a, a all-encompassing sports podcast. Sports! We had a former Panthers, former Cowboy great Greg Hardy making his pro debut last night. Is great the proper word? Former I, Cowboy. I use that ironically. <laughs> yes, we the sarcasm. Uh, on, he was he was legitimately one of the worst cowboys ever. Um, ever. Yeah, just across the board for a yeah. number of reasons. We'll get into. I'm not sure. Not good for uh, the image of the team. He's not a good scumbag. For the performance. Yes. He's he's a shithead. But yeah. apparently he can fight. Okay. Now, granted, this is he's very early in his career, but I mean, I think this is his fourth fight. He had three amateur fights. He absolutely murked this dude Austin Lane in like 57 seconds. In a legit UFC fight. Yeah, it was on a, I think, it, Micah, you could tell me, con, the Contender Series. Yeah, the Contender Series, it's a thing Dana White does. Um, it's a pro fight. Granted, it's it's not like he, he fought um, Stipe or something, but it's it's still a knockout, and he got a UFC contract, like, immediately after. So the UFC's going in on him. Like, they're, they're going to back him. Wow, that's an interesting decision. Which, given the background that you alluded to, the fact that he... Um, was convicted of, then appealed, and his ex-girlfriend did not show up to testify, and he had it expunged. Was but he, he was convicted he of like throwing his girlfriend onto on, like, a bed some guns, covered yeah. in assault rifles or some shit. Yeah, yeah that's the dude. It's next level. And then uh, Jerry signed him anyway. He's Shout a wild Jerry Jones. 
Wild card isn't the word. Uh, look, did, no one. This is. It's kind of like you know how people are like, uh, like yeah, OJ is innocent, but he fucking he killed those two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude might not have gotten like officially charged or officially convicted of this, but like, come on, man. They got, right. You've seen the pictures. So the UFC signing them essentially, so people can just tune in to watch him get his ass kicked, or right. not. I don't know. It's I don't. The the UFC is weird with their like. The way they handle controversy, the way they handle like stuff like this, it's a little touchy, especially in this political, like this climate. The way that that you know, culture has evolved to no, not. We're not sad as it is to even have to say this sentence. We are no longer as accepting of uh, of this type of shit, of domestic violence and such. Yeah, it kind of all started with the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Ray Rice, that yes. whole deal in the elevator, yeah, right? And um, Obviously, now we're here. Yeah, this is obviously that's a change for the better. It's just interesting to me that the UFC would even get into bed with this dude. Let me let me ask this podcast this question and feel free to deflect. Do you think that a guy like this should get a second chance to earn a living? I don't Okay, well that's that's a weird If way. he's cleaned you up if he cleans he up his act. Earn a living like the dude has millions of dollars. I don't know is if this, that's right. Is this a second chance? You think though? he does? Maybe. Okay. Even before the Cowboys picked him up, he had a, a sketchy past, didn't he? The only thing I know of, know of is he had the domestic abuse thing. That was before the Cowboys picked him up. Yeah. And then after the Cowboys, I th- he got popped for cocaine possession, which I don't really think that's that big of a deal. I'm, I'm an advocate of, of second chances. It's just I don't know if I'm an ad- advocate for, like, you had domestic violence and violence against women shit, and then your your second chance comes in a violent form. You know what I mean? Like fighting. A cage fighter. Right. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like... I'm all for Greg Hardy getting a second chance as like a, uh, you know, like a like a sandwich artist or something, but not a subway. Yeah, not necessarily <laughs> a, a UFC fighter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. You know. I don't know if I want that guy making my cold cut trio. That's a good point. I mean, you certainly don't want him toasting it. I just don't know if I'm. <laughs> certainly not. I'm, if I'm. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have a judgment here. You know what I'm saying? Like it. it it's not on me. I'm gonna pin you guys down. Only God can judge. Greg. I want the. I want the Danny Regs take. Oh great! No, I mean I agree with Ross. You probably oh, okay. your, your second chance shouldn't be violent, like in some type of industry where you're fighting. If that's what you were popped with, yeah. In that's his it. defense, apparently, per Dana White, he's like completely sober and clean now, which I guess he wasn't before. Okay, I don't know, man. See, there's okay. That's and that's my that's the thing. You never know what all the elements were. If there's like, and there's no fucking excuse. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you never know what all the elements were. If mental shit is involved, mental illness type of shit, or drug abuse, or drug addiction, or any of that, like you don't know. So yeah, it's fun to sit on the sideline and judge people and talk about like what they did wrong and why they should never get a second chance. But like, first of all, our opinion doesn't really matter. And then second of all, like you don't know shit. Neither do I. I don't know dick about Greg Hardy. I know he's painted as one of the worst people. In the history of professional well, sports. Well, he handled it very like poorly, too. I mean, like, yeah, he, he wasn't apologetic. Like, I, th- I remember when no, he was a cowboy. Well, the, the dude terrible. is just off. Like, in it, right. any interview I've seen with the guy, he's just off and says right. weird like, you're like, shit. What and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, I wouldn't trust him around anything. He used to introduce himself as uh, when they did the Monday Night Football, like Greg Hardy, and he would say a school, he'd say Hogwarts. Yeah, see, that's something's wrong with him. <laughs> like, and I think he calls himself the Kraken or something, too, or something weird like yeah. that. And that's weird because he did not go to Hogwarts. He went to Ole Miss, I believe. I think so. Huh. It's, yeah, it's he weird. He didn't go to Hogwarts? No. Like, this, I guess 
Okay, enough about Greg Hardy. Dave, I have a question. What is like the overall state of the UFC at this point? Because it's kind of gone through some highs and lows over the past five, ten years, and like a lot of shit kind of derailed when like uh, Bones Jones just couldn't stop doing coke. It, it, he was like the next big fighter that everybody was looking forward to, and then he just couldn't. So stop. John Jones, widely regarded as one of the goats, if not the goat, um, he failed a drug test. There's some shit. Up, there's some question about what that was and whether that was a tainted supplement or if it's something he did intentionally. Either way, it looks like he might fight Brock Lesnar. Which is going to be awesome. Which what? would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, I think John Jones wins that fight pretty I easily. Lesnar was a WWE guy. Yeah, but Lesnar back. does UFC, and he's also been popped multiple times with yeah. PEDs. Isn't he like 45 years old? He's an old man. How he old also reminds Jones? me of Zangief from Street Fighter. Yes, he does. When is the last time Bones Jones even fought? Lesnar is 40. He beat the shit out of Daniel Cormier. Yeah, he knocked him out. Oh, yeah. For the second time. It was ugly. Well, okay, so to answer answer my question, what is the overall state of the UFC in your eyes? They need Conor back. Connor. Which apparently is happening. They need a they need a big fight with Conor. Khabib. And Khabib. Khabib. Maybe in Russia. I don't know. I need more Conor McGregor in my life. I don't care if it's in the UFC or the boxing ring or the jousting or, or whatever fencing i don't care i just need more more of him i don't know if i want to see him in the boxing ring ever since that night remember that night you you got that fight yeah it was fun as hell it was fun but he's just he needs to just stick to the cage speaking of which if mayweather wants to come over and do ufc i think he has the perfect opponent cm punk dude (laughs) cm punk's gotta hang it up i I want to see micah fight is he contracted for one more fight isn't he also like a domestic abuser no, no. CM Punk is I like think a he's straight like, edge dude. Yeah, I think Mayweather he's like a nice guy. The, okay, good. Mayweather, Mayweather is, is definitely. Yeah. Mayweather is. Yeah, CM Punk versus Micah would be an actual legit fight. I think Micah's got that. He should fight him at on it. I, I don't yeah. know why this hasn't happened yet. I know Micah doesn't have a microphone, but... You're talking about like our producer, Micah, fighting <laughs> Yeah, CM yeah, Punk. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the overall state of the UFC, I mean, like, I don't know what the, like, the numbers are on the pay-per-views. I know they had one a, a couple of weeks ago that didn't do too well. Um, this last one, the numbers aren't out yet, but like Colby Covington's a guy, you might see him pop up on your Twitter from time to time. He just won. He just shit talked the Philadelphia Eagles. He does nothing but talk shit on Twitter. And like, he goes at everybody. He goes at John Jones. Who's not even that, that fight will never happen because of the weight class difference. Uh, he just talks shit about everything and it's worked because now he's going to get Tyron Woodley and it's going to be a pretty big fight. And I think that's going to be a a good card. Yeah. Woodley's going to knock him out. You took his photo. Yeah. You took a photo with him, right? I did. I really enjoy Daytona. gambling on on uh, humans fighting each other. Human cockfighting. Yeah. I did it this weekend. Uh, a lot of favorites win, for the most part. You can go parlay with like three or four Dan's favorites. Dan's all in on favorites in this, pot, this episode of our show, if you haven't noticed. Says all the World Cup favorites They're win. different. They're just like obscure sports. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, anyway. You guys are going to talk about Shinecock? We already did. Shinecock. Shinecock? You, you really just want to talk about golf, but that's not why we brought you here. I know. I like you talk golf. about that shit on your own. Do you want to make brought a pick? T- y'all had T-Man. You, you talk about that shit on Do you want to make base. a pick for the U.S. Open? Yes, I do. What's make pick? a pick. <laughs> that's not a pick. You're just laughing. Justin Thomas. Okay. Justin Thomas. I can see that. I really don't like him anymore, but... Did you see what DJ did this last week? Hmm. I mean, he won by like four shots, but eighteen oh, on eighteen, he held out. out. Yeah, it's just like he's a dirty, he's, dirty man. He's just a bad dude. He fucks. He does fuck. All right, Dave. Where can people follow you on social media? 
As previously mentioned, at D Carter Ruff on Twitter, but that's also my Snapchat handle. So at D Carter Ruff on Snapchat as well. Easy. It does. Wow. This is where it gets tricky, guys. So get out your pen and paper. At DC Ruff <laughs> on Instagram. Thanks, Dave. Find we, me there. We appreciate all the 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 combat sports that you gave us in that in Dave Ruff's combat it's a sports having minute. You in here. That was seventeen minutes. It was a seventeen minute segment. Yeah, you know, there's a lot to talk about. You guys about to do some Trump talk? I'm looking Dude, at the run sheet. I mean, yeah, you want to stay and do that? You can if you want. I just want to watch you guys do it in person. Maybe <laughs> right, opine. Well, let's 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 talk about this baseball fight first. There's this baseball fight between, or not even a fight. A fight. It, it's, it's a, it was a it was a uh, disagreement between a manager and an umpire. Now, Dylan, do you know the name of this these people involved in this? Terry Collins is the manager of the Mets. Noah Syndergaard is the pitcher who threw behind, to- I tossed. believe, Chase Utley for the uh, Dodgers. And Collins just goes berserk. Well, he. he the pitch he gets thrown out. Center guard gets thrown out. Yeah, quick trigger by the ump. He's like, and "Fuck that." Apparently, the controversy is because he was not warned, which is commonplace in the MLB. You throw at somebody. Here's your warning. Don't do it again. We'll toss you. Right. But because of um, previous circumstances, There's led up to this moment between these players, and he, I, I don't know. That's the, what they, I don't know the back. Everything I've read implies that there's history between and center guard is. and the duty threw it. And well, Utley. You don't know who Chase Utley is. My dog's named after. Him. I I literally seen the video. <laughs> is he really? Video. Yes. I've seen the video. Chase Motley on Twitter. That's it. I don't know anything else about the situation. I thought you named your dog after Vinny Chase. Anyway, Syndergaard <laughs> throws. Syndergaard throws a fastball about 108 miles per hour behind Utley's back. Uh huh. Boom. He's gone. It's really cool video because the ump is mic'd up. Right. Which you don't. I guess that it's it's common, but you don't, we don't get, normally get to, get to see, see the these footage. videos. They don't, yeah, they don't see the light of day usually. And the conversation between. The ump and Syndergaard and then ump and manager Terry Collins is just so fucking cool. Syndergaard is very chill about it. He's just like... He's like, I was throwing fastball. Hey, man. That was my fastball. Like, okay, buddy. You don't, don't miss you... by eight feet. Yeah, but the conversation <laughs> between Terry Collins and the umpire is unbelievable. Collins drops he every... Calls, he says cocksucker. He says cocksucker a few times. He's losing his shit. Like, in his, because of his age, I'm like, somebody calm this man down. He could die. Baseball, um, baseball managers get way too worked up, dude. Like your blood pressure is not supposed to get that high. That's dangerous. He's flipping the fuck out. It's awesome. If you just, it's all over Twitter and Instagram. You should easily be able to find it and see it. It was very, very cool. And that was baseball. But go watch the video. Ross tweeted it out. So go to go to Ross's Twitter account. It's just a cool. If you like stuff like this, it's I call it sports porn because it's kind of it what is. it is. It is for it's sure. It's just fucking cool. No, nah, it, it was one of the coolest baseball videos I've ever seen. I wish we got more behind the scenes, like mic'd up shit like this. It would make baseball more interesting. I understand why they can't do it, but this was tight. Whoever leaked this props, like we need more from that dude. Now let's talk about, uh, this is our segment on international diplomacy. <laughs> Dennis Rodman apparently traveled to Singapore for the Trump-Un summit in some unofficial capacity. Courtesy of Potcoin. Courtesy of Potcoin, which, what is Potcoin? <laughs> it's a pot cryptocurrency. <laughs> I, need, I need to buy some of this. This sounds no, you don't. lucrative. Okay. I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm going to advise you now. Do not. Potcoin. Do not do Potcoin. It's called Potcoin. That's all you need to know it's about It's a give it. up name. <laughs> Listen, it really is though. But okay, so tr- what, what everybody saw was uh, Trump shaking hands with Un, the leader of North Korea. That's great. Everybody, nobody cares. Rodman. Dennis Rodman, the worm, was all over CNN and then as a result, all over social media, crying. Uh, I guess it was tears of joy, but really he's just emotional because he's talking about like, he, 
did it's like Rodman is getting some amount of credit for what has transpired here. Well, he kind of deserves some credit, right? Because he was like the dude who first went to North Korea and started to like. And look, there's a documentary out about Rodman traveling to North Korea, and if you've watched it, I have this interview and him crying is shouldn't be a surprise to you. you it's all Vice, right? An yeah, I believe it's Vice. He brought the Globetrotters. You watched a documentary on Dennis Rodman making a trip to North Korea. It's really good. Dude, he has a legit relationship with Kim Jong-un. I understand that. You know Dylan. where that stems I, from, right? I just didn't know you were He's a big guy fan. who'd watch this. Oh, I love. you know I love North Korea. Okay. It's, it's one of the most interesting topics ever. I love it in the fact that I like to learn about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't support this evil dictator and his Thank genocidal tendencies, but... Okay. Yeah, thanks okay. for clarifying Well, point that. being... Rodman's on CNN. He's weeping. He's 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 pierced all over his face. He looks ridiculous. He's the worm. He is the worm. And somehow this is where we're at, where the worm is making diplomatic steps to change the world. Dude, low key, he was instrumental in making this meeting happen. Like he really was. The I think worm, the worm's a low key he has, CIA asset. He has Kim Jong Un's <laughs> ear. He was like, dude, you, I you should meet Donnie. Like, make right. it happen, dog. And he's like, right, fuck is he it. actually a mole though? It's difficult to say. Have you, <laughs> have you ever? Uh, thank you for modifying that line for us here at Back to Recover. Have you ever seen the movie The Interview, Dylan? Is that the uh, James? It's Frank James Franco, yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. vampire flick. I have. No, Dave, <laughs> stop confusing people. Uh, that's a funny ass movie. It's funny. It's I a funny it. ass movie if you like North Korea. That, that apparently that movie upset Kim Jong Un quite a bit. Yeah, which is unfortunate that he doesn't have more of a sense of humor about that. Like, they actually hacked Sony. Yeah, because of that. that whole that whole thing got really out of control. But in the movie, Kim Jong Un he loves margaritas and Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is, thinks that's funny. He, he, I don't know if you can hear him. They play firework. They do over and over and over. It's like they actually play it when uh, he, at the end he dies. Spoiler oh, alert. Dude. Yeah, that's the part that upset him. I yeah, think. that really upset him. He didn't like getting that. assassinated. The footage of him and Trump shaking hands, I watched for hours yesterday. It's surreal. It's incredible. It's incredible. I didn't think either of them were gonna let go. Did you see the footage of? Uh, I know they they let go way earlier than everybody wanted them to. But did you see the footage of them? They're like standing on opposite opposite ends of the table. Oh and yeah. There's these photographers just snapping away, and Trump's like. Did you get a Did you get a good angle? Would we look skinny and oh, handsome? He's trying to crack that jokes. video got the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, intro music treatment. Yeah. Well, it's great because they they finally pan over to Un yeah. And he's and like he's just staring at Trump. <laughs> okay, someone on Twitter, some funny man or funny lady on Twitter, properly noted that this was exactly like cut as a scene from The Office. Yes, like that's a, that's how The Office was shot. Yes, like a closer up on Trump. Trump's Michael they Scott. Zoom out, yes, they go over to Un. Yeah, it's it and was it, so. He weird. has like a lost look on his face. Yes. Like, why am I here? <laughs> he didn't know what he he doesn't know what's going on. I really don't think he does. does also, he seem like a guy who's got very it all little together? English. Dude, isn't he only in his early thirties as well? That's yeah. bizarre to me. Nothing about that dude's life uh, would lead him to be in a position where, at the age he's at, he would understand what was happening. Like he's never lived in reality, right? He went to Europe, Correct. I think, for college. Yeah, he did. What? Yeah, what did like that the Netherlands, like? maybe. No, I thought he Something. went to Hogwarts as well with Greg Hardy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, he's like bringing girls. Yeah, back he to went the to dorm. He was educated no. in Europe for a while, <laughs> which is weird. I mean, he joined Lambda Chi. Like he's like <laughs> got one of black the only people who's allowed to leave the country. Like, did the worm get hooked up with like concubines when he was over there? What does that look like from a sex standpoint? I don't yeah. know. Man. I don't know what Probably. that, that mm. stitch looks like. Trump, I mean, knows. Trump was talking up their beaches. 
So they have pristine beaches. They do beautiful, have good beaches. Beautiful beaches, the best beaches. Do they really, though? Everybody, I, no, don't. They I know don't. you can ski in North Korea. Yes. They I have, have mountains. Resorts, but no one apparently goes to them. They're empty. They yeah, have stores I'm going to shred my pal elsewhere. Thanks. Yeah, they have thank empty you. stores. Fresh pal. Well, it's just it's a very bizarre <laughs> country in a fake many grocery aspects. stores. Fake gro- man. It's very bizarre. Now I just want to go watch the uh, the interview. Yeah, Let's you know the worm was once a, a Dallas Maverick for like two weeks. Really? When Cuban first bought the team, he was on the Mavs and was staying in Cuban's pool house in Dallas. I legitimately did not remember that. It was a weird time for the Mavs. A great defender and rebounder. He was one know. of the all-time that's, great rebounders. That's kind of like how Pippen was on the Rockets for. Not a season. much of an offensive it's, threat though, Dave. Not much of it. No, maybe a few putbacks here or there. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's not going to post anybody up. One he's, of not, the, he's not going to hit an eighteen footer in your face. No, no, you don't want him shooting. No, <laughs> largely considered to be one of the greatest defenders and rebounders. He's going to lock you though. down. That's yeah. what he's going to do. Mentally, too, he'll get up inside your dome. Was right. he the original Draymond? Basically. He would whip but Draymond. much cooler. That's not true. Significantly cooler Draymond than Draymond. Gets Draymond is a much better player than people. Can oh, he definitely is. Yeah, he's got more game than the Worm. I'm just Dude, saying they both. Dan, he gets a lot of credit. Okay. He's on the All-Star team. He's he's not like exactly. He right. just happens to be on a team with guys who get more Some credit people treat than him, him deservingly though, like, so. He's a chump. He's not a chump. He's, as a guy, he's a chump. Yeah. As a player, he's a good basketball. Player. As a player, he's a real pain in the See, ass. Everybody hates when who hates on the Warriors, and I'm calling Ross out a little bit. They all focus on Curry because they are always like, oh, overly cocky. I'm not saying that's what Ross says only, but Draymond is the guy who really—he's the most hateable. Ass he does, he's, he's deserves very you. Hateable. I fucking hate him. Yeah, I, I will say this though. To your point, I do probably hate <laughs> Steph Curry more than he deserves. I just can't stand the mouthpiece and uh, every, pretty much everything about him. Well. You're going to hate the guy who's hitting the God mode shots from 40 feet. Yes. That, that's very frustrating. Yeah. It's very frustrating. It's easy for me as a guy whose team is in rebuilding mode to just like sit back and watch and enjoy him. But if I had a team that was con- contending like the Rockets and we had to go up against that, like I would legitimately be in the same You're boat You're not supposed to be allowed to do the things he does. Correct. And it's very frustrating. And then chew on your mouthpiece and have Draymond on your team and it's just hell. Whatever. We've got a hotline number. It's 800-392-6344. You can call it at any time and talk about sports. Give us a question to answer or rant or say your name and, uh, and your, your area that you're from. Every week we'll pick some calls to play. This week we have two. Hey, this is Elliot from the Charlotte area. I was just listening to the newest episode of Backdoor Cover. Um, y'all were talking about Tiger taking his yacht to the U.S. Open. And uh, this is actually a pretty common thing for PGA Tour players. Um I'm from Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is where they have the Heritage Golf Tournament. It's always the week after the Masters. Um, and so because of that, we didn't get the best golfers. But you'd be surprised at the quality of yachts that even, uh, you know, guys who aren't top tier bring to uh, bring to these tournaments. I remember back when, uh, I guess, Greg Norman was really good. He always brought his yacht. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty impressive. It was too big for the marina, so he had to uh, he had to moor it up just off 18, which was uh, pretty tight. But um, yeah, so it's not not all that uncommon. Love the show. Bye. That's classic shark. Yeah, one thing. Obviously, if you if you own a yacht, it's Greg. You know, it's paid for, and these guys are in charge of paying for their own lodging and travel. And so, yeah, if you already got that thing paid for. Wait, what? When they travel to tournaments... Professional golfers are independent contractors. We, we learn this. No shit. Yeah. They have to pay for travel for their caddy, for their family, everyone. So how does, like... if, if you Do don't they pay finish, taxes as independent contractors? 
You pay taxes on your earnings. Yeah. For each individual state. Mm. Yeah. It's you can do a lot of gymnastics with your uh what's the guy who does your taxes for you? Accountant. CPA. With your CPA if you're an Accountant. independent contractor. I wrote a book once and I got paid as an independent contractor. Rush, you might want to stop. I just ripped the IRS a new one. Oh. No, no. I'm just fucking with you. Here comes the audit. No. It's satire. I'm joking. Come on, it's satire. But really though, I got I got a lot of money back. It was that's, awesome. That's all good for you. You're yeah. working from home a lot. Yeah, I I had to, I had to buy a lot of pens and paper. Uh, mm-hmm. lots oh, of you, erasers. You, you wrote your book with a pen. At first. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there were drafts of it. I'm just saying, I bet golfers do a lot of gymnastics with uh, their uh, CPAs and their financial situations. Not that I would ever do that or condone it. But yeah, thanks for the call. Living in Hilton Head, that sounds tight. Um, Must but be nice. Yeah, it makes sense, man. All the ones near uh, the coastline. Why not just pull your yacht up? But they're not like Tiger's yacht. Yeah. Tiger's yacht is older. It's it's a twenty million dollar yacht, but it's like a two thousand eight. Ain't no other golfers got twenty million dollar yachts, dude. Huh? Greg Norman did not have a twenty million dollar yacht. I'm gonna look it up right now. Talk about stuff while I look it up. Oh, uh, we got another call, Michael. Somebody needs to take their cigarette boat. What's up, boys? Trevor from the Connecticut area. I was at the Mets Yankees game yesterday, and I was thinking about like batting practice etiquette. You know, there's grown men in gloves, which I understand if you're with your kid or something, but there were just grown men, like, alone, either in a group of other men or just by themselves, wearing gloves, boxing out kids, kind of like foul ball guy. And I, I'm 23. I, I ditched the glove probably when I was around 13, 14. And I don't know, I think it's a trash move if you're above the age of, let's say, 15 or 16 and you bring a glove to the game. Let me know what you think. Peace. Yeah, it's for kids. Uh, if you're boxing a child out to get a foul ball or a home run ball, you're an ab- you're absolute trash. Who does that? What if it's for a lady? If yeah, you're going to give I'd, it to a lady? I'd oh, yeah. It. That's on the kid, kid. Kids over over women when it comes to foul <sighs> balls, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> women and children to the lifeboats. All right, kids look. over women. Look. I gotta, no I gotta, I'm saying that. I got to make a I know, but so we can quick. take that out of yeah, context. Yeah, you can definitely cut that. <laughs> well, don't cut that. I just <laughs> looked Come up. on, Dave. I see what you're doing. Don't do Dale that Dale is me. doing it, not me. Dorn Ludd of kids. I looked up Greg Norman's yacht, and I'm sorry. I need to apologize to Greg Norman. Uh, he he had, a had a nice career. He had a $70 million yacht called Aussie Rules. Dude, who's dropping 70 on a yacht? It has a $1 million home theater and two hyperbaric chambers. What? Seven auxiliary boats. Dude, that he, yacht fucked. A sport fish yacht attached to it. Did he lose that in the divorce, though? He had a really Several nasty divorce. Several jet skis, a workout gym, 200 fishing rods. Good Good God, man. There's a large fishing boat on the back of his boat. I underestimated Greg. That's on me. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to shut up now. Anyway, what was that call about? We need a yacht. That's what we need. Can we children? get a yacht sponsor? Hitting children? Was it about... Child abuse? No. Bringing a glove to uh, catch foul balls. I'm going to say this. I hate judging shit like this. If you're on the first or third base line, like up like first three or four rows, maybe even further back, you got to protect yourself. Defensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring a glove. No, you know, I would bring one if I had seats there. I hate carrying it. Front row, third base, first base line? Yeah, dude. I mean, they had a thing. But if 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 you're a grown man and you catch a foul ball, you're supposed to give it to a child. Yes, uh, that's that's proper etiquette. I'm or not giving it to a kid, man. I don't have a foul ball. When I'm I'm, I'm give it to a child. Yeah. he's gonna lose it or like sell it at a fucking you know. You'll make his fucking day. Lemonade stand. He's weak. 
He's gonna take it to school and show everybody. Nah, he's gonna go to the parking lot. It's gonna slip out of his hands. It's okay. gonna go down the drain. I want to no, be clear. It's not. That's on his dad or adult or a legal guardian to provide him with a foul ball, not me. Oh, dude. What are you gonna do with a foul ball? I got a great anecdote. Take it home. Put Listen it in the case. No, you're not. Splooge on it. You're gonna yeah, put nobody's it in the gonna splooge on it. So if you give it to a kid and his dad's there too, are you just kind of like cucking his dad out of like a father no, moment? Oh man, his dad's like, wow, thank you. That was really nice. A moment cucking. <laughs> your moment cucking his dad, like his father. Hey, listen to this. So this happened to a buddy of mine back in uh, like elementary school. But he, um, we were playing uh, backyard baseball over at this uh, this lot around uh, the corner. Oh, not the video game. And uh, no, not Pablo Sanchez. No, 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 not that. And anyway, Great game. We uh, we ran out of baseball, so he was like, "I got one I can use." So he went back and he got it, and we didn't know where he got it from. Anyway, he brings it out. Somebody hits a dinger over the fence. Right? I know what you're doing here. And come to find out, that ball had been signed by none other than Babe Ruth. <laughs> So we spent the entire goddamn summer <laughs> trying to get this ball back. But the, there was the a neighbor, dog, right? Yeah, it was like an old junkyard. And there was this dog, this big damn dog. Meanest damn thing you ever seen. And we got the ball back finally. And all we had to do, it turns out, was go knock on the guy's door. The dude was blind. He ended up being Nicest a nice guy, guy ever, yeah. He went blind via fastball to the face. <laughs> Best summer of my life. Wow. That's that is, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. They should make a movie okay. out of that or something. They should. That's like that's seriously worthy of being a movie. That's incredible. It's pretty cool. I would watch that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 do some shouts. Got any shouts? You guys want to give some shouts? Shouts to David Ruff for just, thank, just knocking it out of the park. Thank you, David, for joining us. Thank. Shouts to Will Freeze <laughs> and T Man. And T Man. <laughs> what a guest. Heavy it's, fun episode. Look, this has been one of the best episodes we've ever done. Has T Man ever been on a podcast? No. He, it might have been the natural. He lost his podcast virginity in that very seat, like Robert Redford. The natural boy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Shouts to Belgium, my squad for the World Cup. Um, Shouts to seven years ago yesterday, the um, greatest team ever assembled, the Dallas Mavericks, won their first I NBA saw title. Your Instagram story, it was pretty tight. Yeah, I, I always go back through when I'm reminded, like, oh yeah, it was today. I go back and I'll watch the highlights it's, of that. It's game. unfortunate the Mavs will never get like the credit they deserve for that championship. It was. You got fucked by the timeline there. Well, we'll always be part of the LeBron narrative. Yeah. We kind of, you know, he had never won a title. You know LeBron's three and six in finals? Yeah. It's, mm. We don't, I don't. But look at the teams he brought. I know. Down. It's just still, I hate that. I hate that form. And I'm not even. the fucking arguments. The fucking LeBron arguments. Yeah, a little basketball talk. Let's get out of here. Well, let's just go. Let's just leave. Goodbye. Yeah, we love you all. Goodbye.